At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello and welcome to episode 821 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday, another day here in the arena. And guys, you know what? Some you win, some you lose, some you throw away. Last night was a throwaway day. Uh, And of course, I'm looking for a big bounce back day today. Sports betting, you know, sometimes you feel on top of the world. Sometimes it feels like nothing goes your way. Had a 5-1 Monday and then went uh, yesterday with a terrible day. uh, Minus 5.42 units, 1-6-1. We had one game rained out. We had the only winner there with the Orioles. Uh, Really what was disappointing to me are these baseball plays. All sharp moves, I'd make these plays again. But San Diego uh, had a lead there in the ninth inning, uh, gave it up. Maybe it was extra innings. I forgot what it was. But Padres lose, Brewers lose, Houston loses, Arizona Snakes lose. Uh, Minnesota, I think they were battling at one point. They lost as well. Couldn't get Toronto in the NHL. Toronto was a really sharp move there. Uh, I've actually saw the, it was really weird in hockey last night, big steam to Toronto, like minus 150-ish to minus 180, and then massive steam toward Dallas. They are like minus 160 to minus 200, minus 210. Both dogs obviously, obviously end up winning those games. So uh, really a tough one last night. Again, nothing goes our way, but that's sports betting, guys. One day, you're 5-1. and one, The next day, you're 1-6-1. and one. It's part of betting. I think it's important to kind of just stay even keeled. And really what a uh, conversation that we've been having this morning on Follow the Money and on Twitter a little bit is bet to risk versus bet to win. So last night, as bad as it was, you know, it did kind of show us the importance of betting to risk, not betting to win. Because if you look at all the bets we lost last night, 1-6-1, and one, terrible night, no way to sugarcoat it. Things just didn't go our way. Uh, not going to overreact, not going to double down, not going to chase. It's just, hey, it was a bad day. What are you going to do? Uh, but... Here's the thing. Uh, when we bet to risk, uh, that means you're risking one unit every bet. We lost 5.42 units. Again, awful night. However, if you had bet to win on all these bets, like San Diego, minus 182. If I had bet to win, risking 1.82 units. Milwaukee, uh, if I had bet to win, risking 1.56. Houston, risking 1.9. Atlanta, or sorry, who was that? Arizona, risking 1.52. Minnesota, risking 1.65. 
whole point being if i had bet to win by risking those amounts like 1.82 units to win one on san diego and all the games i told you you would have been down around 10 units last night so again I, this is nothing that a sports better wants to hear uh, it's nothing that i think the pod listeners want to hear a bad night is a bad night but i think you have to have a little bit of perspective here saying that our bad night could have been much worse had you bet to win so whole point being we always bet to risk versus bet to win it's something that is a little wonky it's a little confusing when you first learn about it uh but it really can make a huge difference here and really it makes a big difference you know when you win you're going to stack you know positive roi positive units it's really when you have a bad night when these favorites in baseball don't come through for you uh where you're really going to save yourself quite a bit so again no one wants to hear oh you lost 5.42 units well you could have lost 10 uh, I don't know if that makes anyone feel any better, but I think it just proves the strategy and the mentality uh, and kind of the way that we approach betting that you always want to mitigate your risk, maximize your reward. So if everything were to go to uh, were to go to hell, which is when it went to hell last night, uh, our style of betting saved us about five units uh, on the on the back end here losing. So again, no one wants to lose any units, but the whole point being is that betting to risk versus betting to win really saved you from an even worse night last night. Again, no consolation prize, but I think it just kind of proves the point of why we always bet to risk versus bet to win. So I'm a little spicy today. I'm a little a little crispy. I'm, I'm fired up. I want to I wanna bounce back today uh, in the arena again. Great Monday, 5-1, and one, bad, really bad yesterday. I don't remember the last time I lost five units in one night. It has been a long time. So what are you going to do? Sports betting can humble you. Uh, but anyway, let's see if we can bounce back today. That's the challenge of sports betting, guys. You have a good day. It's a challenge to wake up the next day and, and post another winning day. When you have a tough night where nothing goes your way, it's a challenge to bounce back and get back in the green. So we have that second challenge here tonight to try to get back into the green. So uh, I got a lot of bets for you. I'm not going to rest on my laurels here. I'm not going to get scared. Scared money don't make no money. Uh, I have an eight-pack for you. I have six bets in Major League Baseball. And guess what, guys? Woo-woo! I have three dogs for you. When's the last time we bet a dog? Well, we're going to incorporate a few dogs here. Uh, a bunch of them were just so sharp, I, I had to take a chance on them. So six bets, including three dogs in Major League Baseball. I have one bet in the NBA. You're hearing a little bit of a little bit of chatter that Joel Embiid might play tonight. Uh, I'm looking at the total in that game, and I'm also looking at one NHL hockey game. Looking at a total here, which reminds me quite a bit of a play that we made uh, just a few days ago. So a lot to get to on episode 821. Hopefully a bounce back day on the Vsin Market Insights Pod. Also shout out to my Vermonters uh, because I am a proud, obviously, uh, masshole. I was born and raised in Western Mass in the Berkshires, but I went to the University of Vermont. Uh, I graduated in 2009 with an English and history degree and a uh, sports journalism concentration. Uh, and Vermont has a uh, very special place in my heart. So uh, I love going back to Burlington. Got to go to Nectar's, get the gravy fries. But from a sports betting perspective, I was watching on Twitter uh, that Vermont is debating to legalize sports betting. And it sounds like it's going well. And if everything goes according to plan, I don't believe there's any casinos in Vermont. If I could be mistaken, there's definitely not one on church street, but online betting, it looks like they're looking to add mobile. Uh, and if everything goes well, which again, reading the tea leaves, uh, it sounds like it is advancing in that direction. I don't know why it wouldn't. Every other state in new England is legal. You might as well uh, legalize to Vermont, uh, hint, hint. But if that were to happen, looks like January, 2024 could be the launch date here. So let's go Vermont. Hashtag let UVM bet. Uh, but anyway, guys, real quick housekeeping, then we'll dive in. Hopefully our bounce back day today. Uh, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit, and then boom, you'll be signed up for our, our listserv every single day. Uh, the newsletter is great. It gets you thinking about betting when you wake up in the morning with your coffee and your bacon and eggs, letting you know what's going on in the sports betting market that day, all the big games, the breakdowns, the analysis. 
Then, of course, in particular, what's going on at VEASAN that day. So today's newsletter uh, led off with uh, quite a bit of um, NBA playoffs coverage here, wrapping up that Lakers game. Lakers winning out right there as a four-and-a-half-point dog. Um, and then also uh, you're looking at a preview here for the Celtics and the 76ers. And there's already been a lot of movement from this morning to now with this news that Embiid might play. Uh, also, you get Wes Reynolds. If anyone's looking to bet some golf, he's got a breakdown on the PGA uh, Wells Fargo Championship. Uh, Adam Burke is looking at some NFL Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year uh, opportunities here. Jason Lattice, who does a great job with all of our advanced analytics, has a um, kind of a breakdown and win results uh, ROI for all the different baseball teams. And then this one was near and dear to my heart. I thought this was fantastic. Who loves the show Succession? I do. It's one of my favorite shows, me and the fiance, every Sunday. Cannot wait to watch it. Uh, well, shout out to my guy, Zachary Cohen, who wrote a breakdown of betting on Succession. Again, this is just hilarious to me, and also it's real. You can bet on it. But what will happen to Logan Roy's business? The favorite here is the company gets sold. Uh, go to Roman, plus 250. Uh, Kendall Roy, plus 300. Uh, Shiv, plus 500. You can also bet on whether or not Tom and Shiv will be married at the end of the season. Married is plus 130, divorced minus 150. Uh, any character will die in the final episode. Um, if you're looking for Cousin Greg, by the way, Cousin Greg to take over the company business, uh, I don't even know if he's listed here. Oh, yeah, plus 2,500. Uh, so Greg's always my favorite, just a complete kind of dunce there. But he's, he's kind of a lovable dunce. But anyway, if you're a Succession fan, this is where you're going to get today. Really cool betting breakdown that you can actually bet on. So very interesting uh, if you want to get down on it. But anyway, you also get promos for legal sportsbooks. Uh, Kentucky Derby's coming up here. We have a promo from um, uh, DraftKings if you want to sign up for DK Horse. You get all the articles, get my sharp report, as well as all of the um, all the uh, podcasts as well. So give it a shot. Costs you nothing if you're listening to this pod. You care about betting. You want VEASAN in your life. Very easy, very simple, and it costs you nothing. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN All Access member. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Only $9.99 for your first full month of service. You get everything we offer, all the best bets sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, uh, as well as all those great DraftKings percentages. And uh, for $9.99, definitely worth it here just to get the best bets from all the uh, people that you love and respect at VEASAN. So give it a shot, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where you stay plugged in to a real-time market constantly moving, changing, and evolving. And we need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating that gambling community, uh, all, all very uh, important, vital aspects of being on Twitter. So make sure you follow at Live. You can follow at Josh underscore Insights. That's me. And you can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcin.com. So long exhale. After a terrible night last night, uh, again, and to, uh, to add a little uh, fuel to the fire, a little assault in the wounds, Embiid also won MVP. So tear up my Jokic bet, which I thought I got a great number. Of course, Embiid wins it there late. So really, it wasn't a good night last night, but that's okay. The sun rose today, and we got another chance here to get back in the green and bet on sports and do what we love. So can't, can never complain about that. But anyway, first one on the board for me, let's go to Major League Baseball. Uh, looking for a bounce back day in MLB. My first bet, I'm going to take a shot on the Mets. This is game two of the doubleheader. There's an early game being played right now. Uh, game two here is at 6.40 p.m. Eastern time, and I'm going with the Mets in this one. I like the Mets in this spot. Uh, this is Max Scherzer uh, back from his suspension there for the uh, sticky substance. I remember he flipped out, lost his mind, uh, missed a couple starts. But he's back uh, with the Mets here, uh, and so far Scherzer this year is 2-1 with a 3.72 ERA. He'll be facing Lorenzen. 
uh, who's 0-1 with an ERA of 7.07. Remember, this was rained out yesterday, our game that got rained out. Could have used the win yesterday uh, to decrease our unit's loss yesterday. But anyway, hopefully we get it today. Uh, I like the Mets in this spot. Good steam. The open round, minus 190 on the road at Detroit. Now they're up to uh, minus 205, minus 210. So pretty good movement in favor of New York. Uh, they match quite a few systems. Interleague road favorites have been great. Uh, these interleague road favorites are 31 and 17, 65%, 8% ROI this year. Non-division road favorites, minus 200 or more. They're 8 and 1 this year, 89%. They're 73%, uh, 61 and 22 since the start, excuse me, of last year. Uh, also, we have um, road interleague, or what I say, uh, road favorite made the playoffs, opponent didn't, 65%. We also have a non-division road favorite, our classic system, 65%, and a road favorite who made the postseason, 64%. So a lot of matches here with the Mets. Uh, Mets have the better bats, starting 242 versus 222 for Detroit. Uh, they scored 135 runs, only 88 for Detroit. So better offense here, really banking on Scherzer to hopefully pitch well against Lorenzen. Feels like in a big advantage on the bump there. Uh, team ERA, 4.48 for New York, only 4.80. Uh, so kind of a, giving up about a half a run more each game uh, here with Detroit. And then also, um, just in this spot in particular, the Mets are 12-6 and six as a favorite. They're 10-7 and seven on the road, and they're 11-6 and six against righties. And today they are a favorite on the road against a righty. Meanwhile, Detroit, a big loser in this spot. They're 9-17 and 17 as a dog. They're 5-7 and seven at home, and they're 7-14 and 14 against right-handed pitching. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Scherzer here. A little bit of a steam move. I like this um, kind of non- uh, non-division or interleague fave, road fave system match. Uh, a lot of system plays here with New York and some steam. Give me the Mets here in game two of the doubleheader. Uh, got the Mets here at minus 210. You can probably shop around and find a minus 205 out there. I see one book hanging a little bit low over number. But for the pod, we'll call it minus 210 Mets. And you don't need me to tell you, bet Tris versus bet to win. We're not risking 2.1 units to win one unit on New York. God forbid they lose this game. We only want to lose one unit. We are risking our one unit, trying to get a little less than a half unit back. Uh, next bet here. I told you I had some dogs for you. Well, I'm going to take a shot on the dog here with the Yankees. Give me the Yankees. Going back to my roots a little bit. Uh, prior to COVID and favorites rolling, I was a big exclusive dog better. Uh, but obviously over the last few years, dogs have been taken to the woodshed. Uh, ironically, dogs had a great night last night when we were on a bunch of favorites. So anyway, I'm going Yankees here. This one just jumped out to me as kind of a classic reverse line move, unpopular bet, fishy line move. The line continues to plummet toward the Yankees in this one. So it's the Guardians at the Yankees. Uh, this is a 7.05 p.m. Eastern time showdown. This is the third and final game of the rubber match. You had Cleveland win the opener 3-2. Yankees won 4-2 yesterday. What's notable to me is the Biebs is on the bump. Um, Shane Bieber, 2-1 with a 3.11 ERA facing Clark Schmidt, who I fully admit I feel like I've bet on Clark Schmidt a couple times, and he got lit up for me. Hopefully he doesn't get, get lit up tonight. But he's 0-3 with a 6.84 ERA. What's most notable to me is that the Cleveland Guardians actually opened this game around a minus 135, minus 140 road favorite. Uh, they're getting a little more than half the tickets. It's not hugely lopsided. Uh, but what's notable is that you're getting about 60% of bets on Cleveland with Bieber on the bump. Yet, this line is tanking toward New York. If Bieber's the much better pitcher, uh, then why is this line going to Schmidt, Clark Schmidt, which just sounds like, uh, like a, I don't know, like a superhero name or a fake name or some, you know, movie name. But anyway, why is line going to Clark Schmidt? When the Biebers, when the Biebs is such a better pitcher here, this just seems fishy. Wise line going uh, to uh, to this worst pitcher. Um, to me, what you're banking on here, are a couple things. Just this fishy line in particular. The fact that you have heavy betting or relatively heavy betting Cleveland, yet the line's falling to New York. And also, it's kind of a buy low spot on the Yankees. The Yankees are just three and seven in their last ten games. Um, they obviously won last night, 
but I don't think you're ever going to get better value on New York at home getting plus money in a contrarian spot. It's just a very, very rare situation. Uh, both teams are hitting about 227, uh, but uh, team ERA is better with New York, believe it or not, 3.63 ERA versus 3.99. So to me, it's a value play. You're getting Yankees at plus money, and it's very simple. Everyone's really loving Cleveland here tonight, yet Lions going to New York. Why is Lion going to Schmidt and away from Bieber? I'm going to put some faith here uh, in a reverse line move on a home dog. I don't have the high total here. It's 7.5, but it is just up 7.5 over at minus 115. I'm going to hope Schmidt pitches decent, and I'm going to hope the Yankees bats come to life here. But I just saw this line tank toward New York despite uh, some public betting on Cleveland. So I'm taking a shot on the Yankees. Shop around. I got the Yankees at plus 110. A little bit of plus money. Uh, keep on cruising. Next bet. Taking a shot on the Boston Red Sox. I keep seeing the Red Sox win all these games as a dog. I want to get in on the fun here, uh, but it's kind of a carbon copy of what we've seen so far this series. Uh, Boston against Toronto. The Red Sox are 2-0 so far. They won the first game 6-5 as a plus-135 home dog. They won again yesterday 7-6 as a plus-122 uh, home dog. Now you're looking at kind of a similar thing here tonight. Uh, this is Alec Manoa pitching here for Toronto. He's 1-1 with a 4.88 ERA. He's facing Nick Pavetta, who's 1-2 with a 5.11 ERA. Uh, but almost 65, 70% of bets on Toronto saying, hey, we know the Red Sox are, believe it or not, three games above 500 now. So if one consolation from bad night last night is if you have that Red Sox over win total, over 78 and a half, we're looking okay right now. Uh, but um, in this spot, um, you're, it's kind of a gambler's fallacy where Toronto, better team, you know, uh, playoff team, you would you would imagine Sox low expectations, Sox have won first two games as a dog. There's a gambler's fallacy of, Toronto's got to win today. There's no way the Red Sox can sweep. There's no way the Red Sox can win again. But remember, there's a game, who was it? Cincinnati against Texas last week, where same situation. Cincinnati won the first couple games. They had a, they had a really sharp move in the next game. And it was like, hey, they can't win again. You know, it's got to be, uh, at that point, it was Texas. No, actually, the gambler's fallacy is, lands on red 10 times in a row at the roulette table. It's not a guarantee uh, that it's going to be black the next time. It might just be red the next time. So, uh, gambler's fallacy. Again, Sox can't win again tonight. Uh, you know, Toronto's got to bounce back. They're due. Uh, however, Lions going to Boston. This game opened Toronto, uh, listed around a minus 145 road favorite. Now Toronto is down to around minus 140, minus 135. So this line is falling toward the Red Sox, despite a majority of bets here on Toronto. Uh, both teams um, are actually hitting, believe it or not, the Red Sox have the better average. They're hitting 266 versus 257. They have the much more rested bullpen. Over the last three games, they've pitched 9.1 innings versus 11.1 innings. And the Red Sox are playing pretty good baseball. I think it's just kind of house money, taking plus money here tonight with Boston. Uh, they're 12-6 and six their last 18 games. They've won four straight. And this would be a classic divisional dog high total. Again, if you read my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, you go back 5, 10 years, this was my number one angle, divisional dog high total. We always talk, you know, lack of familiarity benefiting the better team. Well, familiarity, knowing your opponent, playing them a bunch of times each year. It used to be 19. I think it's down to 13 now. Uh, but that really levels the playing field. Uh, leads to more variance, more upset opportunities with a high total. Uh, so that divisional dog high total is what we have here. Same division, Red Sox, Toronto, AL East. And the total in this one is 9.5. I think it ticked up 9, up to 9.5. Uh, but you are seeing a high total. Get Expecting some runs. To me, it's a good opportunity to back Boston here with some plus money. So shop around. Uh, I got the Red Sox at home tonight at plus 125. Keep on cruising. Got another dog for you, believe it. Who, who would have thought there would be some dogs today? Dogs barking, hopefully. Uh, but I'm going to go Minnesota Twins. Twins, who let me down last night at Chicago. Uh, they're back at the White Sox here tonight. 
Uh, this is uh, Varland on the bump for Minnesota, who is 0-0 with a 4.50 ERA. He's facing Dylan Cease, who's 2-1 with a 4.15 ERA. Uh, this would, I'll throw this in the bucket of that Yankees game, uh, or the Red Sox game, basically. This would be a divisional dog, big, sharp reverse line move. So the White Sox opened around a minus 140 home favorite tonight. The White Sox are all the way down to minus 120. So we've seen about a 20-cent dip here away from Chicago toward Minnesota. Tell me that respected money here is coming in on the Twinkies. Um, divisional dog, so you know, obviously bark louder here in the division. You know your opponent. You don't have the high total. Total in this one is about 7.5. Looks like some under money. It was 8 at one point, down to 7.5. Um, both teams are hitting 233, but the better team ERA is Minnesota. 3.42 versus 5.80. Almost giving up a full run and a half more. The White Sox in this spot. Also, the White Sox, they're just 6-16 six against righties. Minnesota's 14-10 against righties. And Minnesota's plus 25 run differential. White Sox are minus 64. So, I know Dylan Cease is the big name here. Uh, he gave a you know a run there for the Cy Young last year. I'm actually high on this pitcher. He hasn't pitched great so far to start this year. His ERA, again, is 4.15. You probably expect him in the twos or low threes. Uh, but this would be a, a big, sharp line move toward the Twinkies. Twinkies open, getting plus 125. Now they're down to plus 110. So I'm going to take a shot here on Minnesota. Uh, I got the Minnesota Twinkies at plus 110. Divisional uh, divisional dog, big sharp reverse line move. Public White Sox line drop into Minnesota. I'm going with the Twinkies at plus 110. Now a couple more bets for you to finish up the card. I'm going Baltimore Orioles. Orioles are on the road at Kansas City. Orioles were the only team that came through for us last night. How pathetic is that? Uh, but I'm going back to old Baltimore here tonight. Uh, this is uh, Kyle Gibson, 4-0 with a 3.93 ERA, facing Zach Grinke, the ageless wonder, 0-4 with an ERA of 6.10. Uh, but pretty classic steam move here toward a, a road non-division favorite Baltimore. Baltimore opened around a minus 145 road favorite. Now they're up to minus 155, minus 160. So big sharp line move here uh, toward the O's. Uh, I actually bet the O's around minus 150 this morning, so a little bit of closing line value here. From the uh, follow the, my follow the money segment and uh, more, uh, morning bets, I believe this was maybe, was this a sharp report? I don't remember if I wrote about this game, but anyway, um, like the line move toward Baltimore. They're matching a ton of systems, uh, non-division road favorites as we mentioned, 65% this season. Favorites who miss the postseason, 63%. Non-division favorite off a win, 65%. Uh, but really, what I'm banking on with the Orioles is their offense. You saw them come to life yesterday. They put up 11 runs. They won 11 to seven. Gave me a little scare late because they started to give up a few. But luckily, it didn't really matter. Uh, but they're hitting 261 versus just 220 for Kansas City. They've scored 158 runs versus just 103 for the Kansas City Royals. Better team ERA, 4.31 versus 5.68. The O's are 13 and two as a favorite this year. They're 10 and five against Rays, and they're 11 and five on the road. All winning angles, which they're in tonight. And Kansas City, seven and 21 as a dog, five and 17 against Rays, one and 13 at home. Unbelievable. They played 14 games, only won one at home. So hopefully no uh, no home um, home field advantage here for Kansas City tonight. So I'm laying it with Baltimore. Got a minus 150 this morning. Now you're looking at the O's around minus 160. Uh, last bet of the night. Uh, got a little bit worried this thing came back a little bit, but I'm going to dance with the one who brung me. I'm going to stick with Otani tonight. I'm going to stick with Otani and the Angels. Uh, so this game opened um, the Angels and St. Louis. You had this game open around Angels minus 135. Now, the Angels at one point, when I did follow this money this morning, they got all the way up to, like, minus one, I want to say minus 145. Uh, they've ticked back down now to around minus 130. So I don't love the fact this line's coming back towards St. Louis. 
But to me, I'm going to stick with Otani. I got a lot of system matches, and I think it's a pretty good value play. It may not be as sharp of a play as it was early based on the line move, but I still think there's value in the number and the situation here. So Otani this year, uh, 4-0 with a 1.85 ERA. He'll be facing Miles Michaelis, who's 1-1 with a 5.97 ERA. Uh, despite the line coming back here a little bit towards St. Louis, a lot of matches still on the Angels. Uh, non-division favorite off a win, 65%. Road interleague favorite, 65%. Uh, favorite off win with steam, 63%. Uh, favorites in general this year, still still profitable, 62%. Uh, favorite to miss the postseason, 63%. And our classic non-division road favorite, 65%. So all those matches that I gave you in the mid-60s are like 5 to 10% ROI system plays. So they would all match with the Angels. Also some correlative betting value here on the Halos. Uh, this game's getting juiced under. It's 8 under, minus 115, minus 120. Looks like it could be creeping down to 7.5. But favorite, low total. Uh, we just talked about like the Red Sox game, dog high total. Uh, well, favorite low total benefits the Angels here. Fewer amount of expected runs scored. Hopefully more coming from Otani in the Angels. Um, Angels are 12-8 as a favorite. They're 12-8 against righties. They're a favorite against a righty tonight. And St. Louis is only 2-10 as a dog. And 7-17 and against righties. So uh, I'm going to stick with the Angels. Again, I don't love the fact that this line ticked back down to St. Louis. Um, if that made you lay off the Angels, I totally understand. Um, it's weird. When the line drops, you're like, oh, this is great. I get a better number. But then it's like, oh, why did it drop? Well, because respect the money came against me. So you always kind of got to wrestle with that in your head. Uh, but anyway, uh, one quick thing about Otani, too, if you're looking at some futures. Uh, I think we had mentioned this on the pod at one point. But Otani just crossed from a – basically, he's still he's, he was always a favorite. But he crossed from plus money to minus money. Otani was like plus 115 last week. He just flipped to a minus 105 favorite to win the MVP. Uh, and he is a Cy Young um, candidate here. Second best odds. He's plus 450. Garrett Cole is plus 300. So if you're looking to put a flyer here on Otani, if you have a book that's still giving you a little plus money, a plus 105, it's hard not to like Otani here for MVP. Uh, but I'm taking a shot on the Angels. Again, I got the Angels this morning at, what did I get? Um, I think I got them at minus 145. Now you're getting a much better number. So for the pod purposes, We'll take the current number around minus 130. Uh, but that about does it for the first half of the pod here. Remember, our six bets here with some with some dogs. Uh, I got the Mets, minus 210. The Twinkies, plus 110. Baltimore, minus 160. The Angels, minus 130. The Red Sox, plus 125. The Yankees, plus 110. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, that's our six back here. But I got a little more for you. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a very, very short break. And then we're going to go to the playoffs, both NBA and NHL. I got a couple plays on a uh, couple total plays here. Some over, some unders. One over, one under, but you don't know which game it is. So stay tuned. We're going to hit on it all. NBA and NHL playoffs. When we return on episode 821 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The NBA and NHL playoffs are the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 821 of the VEASAN Market Insights Pod. No way to sugarcoat it. Last night sucked. It was terrible. 1-6-1, and one, minus 5.42 units. Again, you go 5-1 and one, uh, Monday, you're like, okay, great start to the week. Let's start to build on this. And you give it right back and a couple more there. Uh, so, of course, we mentioned the importance of flat betting, betting to risk versus betting to win. Losing 5.42 units sucks. You know what sucks more? Losing 10 units. Uh, so that's the reason why you bet to risk versus bet to win. You save yourself almost five more lost units. Again, no consolation prize, a losing night's a losing night, but it gives you perspective as to why it is so important to always bet to risk, not bet to win. But anyway, looking toward a bounce back. Uh, got our MLB lines uh, and our, all of our games here set. Uh, we talked about six bets overall. I'm on the Mets, the Twins, the Orioles, the Angels, the Red Sox, and the New York Yankees. Now let's go over to the NBA. I got to play here on the 76ers Celtics game. So this thing has gone back and forth. Now the Celtics early, they open as a minus nine favorite. They got up to minus 10. Uh, and I was like, okay, are we going to do this again? Carbon copy of game one, where there's a sharp line move, laying the points contrarian and the Celtics lose outright. So I'm like, okay, is this what we're going to do one more time? It looks again, very similar to uh, what we saw in game one. Uh, but then we had Joel Embiid look like he's upgraded to probable or questionable, or just you're hearing rumors. He's going to play. Now the line is down to Celtics minus eight. Now it hasn't changed the fact that Philly is a big public play. They're getting around 75% of bets across the market. Uh, obviously the, um, you know, the people taking Philly, it's like Celtics may win this game, but you know, they, they always let go of the rope. I, it's unbelievable, but they've lost nine games as a double digit favorite this year. The most since 1991, I can tell you as a Celtics fan, they're maddening because they're incredibly talented, but they just don't have that killer instinct. And they just are prone to these awful, like no shows, um, so we have seen the sign come back down a little bit. The public's all over the Sixers because it's kind of moved in a weird way. I actually liked it more when they were minus 10. Now that they're minus eight, you're getting a better number, but now Embiid may play. Um, they are super contrarian, but I don't have the stones to lay the points here. Now I would consider Celtics as a series bet. Celtics are minus 190 right now to win the series. Uh, you have the Sixers plus 155. Now, if you remember the Celtics were minus 450 to win the series before game one. So after losing the first game, you are just cut your price by more than half here. Uh, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't hate a minus 190 buy low opportunity on Boston. Again, they're prone to you know giving you a bad loss. They did it with the with the Atlanta Hawks, but I still think they get past the Sixers in the series. But minus 190 after opening minus 450. If you win tonight, you're 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 supposed to, you're expected to, but obviously that's not how sports betting goes. It's not what you expect or want or hope will happen. But uh, you would think the Celtics would 
uh, learn from their mistakes. Again, I hope they do. But minus 190 seems palatable to me. Now, my angle here, guys, I'm going to go with an eight broke, don't fix it play. I'm going Celtics over tonight. Now, I actually mentioned this on Follow the Money this morning. I got over 216.5. Now it's up to 217. So it's ticked back up a little bit. What I like about the total, a little bit of that head fake we talked about from game one. Remember, we hit the over uh, and Cat were able to cash that one. But this total opened at 219. It got all the way down to 216.5. And I just felt like that was a really good buy low, like low watermark point there uh, when you're like two and a half points off the, uh, the opener. With Embiid in, we have seen it get back up to 217. But I'm really banking on are if you're a Celtics fan like me and you watch them play, there's a huge difference between the Ime Udoka Celtics of last year and the Celtics of this year. For whatever reason, they just don't play defense this year. Uh, they focus much more on their offense. They shoot a million threes. They're very analytics-driven with the new coach, Joe Mazzulla, who, by the way, I think is in over his head and continues to make a lot of mistakes here uh, with his lack of timeouts. And Why on earth is Marcus Smart in all these games? Why does he play so many minutes? Get Marcus Smart off the court. I want Derek White and I want Malcolm Brogdon. I know Brogdon made a terrible turnover, but enough of Marcus Smart. Why is he taking the last shot? I just think Missoula does not have the X's and O's here. Uh, anyway, that's a whole other subject. You want to you talk about that, you call into to Boston Sports Talk Radio. But what I like about the over, uh, first off, is the offensive efficiency. Uh, Boston is number two offensive efficiency. Philly is number three. Uh, Boston's lack of defense, obviously, is very notable here. But the Celtics are also 5-0 and to the over their last five. Let me read you some of these box scores, the last five games here with the Boston Celtics. Uh, we all remember, obviously, Harden in game one going off, 119-115 against Atlanta, 128-120, 119-117, 129-121, 130-122. Uh, obviously, the Philadelphia 76ers played some much lower games there against Brooklyn. Uh, but this Celtics team, they score a lot, they give up a lot. So kind of in that same vein, I'm taking another over here tonight. Celtics are 27-17 and at home to the over. Uh, we saw that game one go to 234. Uh, but to me, even with Embiid back, uh, I'm going to bank on some offense here. So I rode the over in game one. Uh, that was an over 215. Now you're looking at an over 217. And maybe you listen to Follow the Money th th this morning and got a 216.5. But I'm holding a 216.5, but I will take now the 217 for the purposes of the Market Insights pod. So let's get 218 or more. Let's get a lot of points here tonight. And Celtics, can you can you win the damn game? Please show up tonight. Uh, but I'm going to buy low on the minus 190 series price now, and I'm on the over 217 based on the current number with the Celtics and the 76ers tonight. Now one more bet for you. Told you I had uh, an NHL bet, uh, an NBA bet. Uh, let's go to the NHL. There's only there's two games tonight, uh, Jersey and Carolina, Edmonton and VGK. I'm going to take a shot on the under in the Devils-Carolina game. Now, sometimes when you like look at lines all day, like I've been looking at numbers and lines and odds forever, you know, since 2011, when I first got into the industry. Um, but there are a lot of times you get deja vu where something looks exactly like something you just bet. Uh, and that's what I see here with the Devils and Carolina under. Give me the under five and a half at minus 130. So this reminds me exactly like that game seven under that we cashed with Jersey the other day against the um, against the Rangers. Same thing, five and a half really juiced up under. Uh, so right off the bat, um, when you look at the under, why is it juiced up so much? Uh, just right off the bat, anytime I see juice that's so heavy in one direction, I think the public says, man, that's so so expensive, I can't lay it. I look at it the other way. I say, wow, that's so expensive, that means that there's a lot of liability on that under. There's a reason they're making you pay a much ex much more expensive price to bet that under. Uh, but also, uh, I'm looking at the goalies here. So Schmid, Schmid, the guy's been fantastic coming out of nowhere. He had a 1.38 goals against against the Rangers. 
Uh, I don't know exactly. I think it's going to be Anderson. I don't know if it's going to be Ranta. I'm not really sure. They haven't announced the goalie for Carolina. If it's Anderson, which you would expect, he played in the, the clincher there, uh, game six, against the Islanders, uh, and he only gave up one goal. I believe it was a two-to-one game there. So got some good goalies, hopefully. These are also two of the best defensive te uh, teams in the NHL. Uh, the Devils only give up 2.7 goals a game. Carolina gives up 2.6. So both really, really good defensive teams. Also, just recent performance, Carolina 11-5 to the under their last 16. They're 6-1 to the under their last seven at home. And the Devils are 4-1 to the under their last five. Uh, and then also bet splits. You know, I don't put a ton into hockey. Uh, it's really not a public sport. But I do look at just, hey, bets and dollars. Is there anything to glean from that data? Well, looks like a pretty sharp under split. Only 48% of bets on the under, but 65% of the money is on the under. So now that you're into the second round, sometimes you have these feeling out processes. Sometimes you you know, maybe play a little bit tighter here. You don't take as many chances um, as you get into the next round. Uh, but to me, the fact that this is five and a half, so juiced up under, they don't want to go to five because if they go to five, you're probably going to get hit with a lot of buyback on the over five, but they'll just keep jacking up the juice on the under. tells me that they got a lot of, a lot of uh, liability on that under. So I'm going under devils, Carolina under five and a half at minus one thirty. That about does it for today's VEASAN market insights podcast, episode eight twenty one. Hopefully looking for a bounce back day after a nightmare of a night last night. Uh, but that's sports betting, guys. And remember, if you uh, are new to betting, you got you got to stay even killed. You can't get too high, can't get too low. I always think of the scene in The Departed uh, when he holds out his hand. He says, my hand, it never shakes. And then, uh, you know, they break his hand to see if he's got something hidden in a camera or a wire or something. So one of my favorite movies. You know I always get to give you every now and again a, a departed quote. Uh, but anyway, that's important. You, you got to stay even keeled. You can't get too high or too low in life or in betting. Uh, so great Monday, terrible Tuesday. Let's see if we can bounce back uh, and claw back some units here today. But anyway, if you enjoy the Market Insights pod, aside from yesterday's bad uh, bad plays, uh, you've become a sharper better. You are starting to beat some closing lines. You're taking more of a contrarian angle. You're betting against the public. You're looking at percentages and line movement and betting systems. If any of that is the case and you've learned some uh, a few things on the Market Insights pod, you've become a sharper better, you want to let me know that you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena every day, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian uh, mindset, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. I've got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. How to place a bet in person or online. How to shop for the best line. How to set up a bankroll management plan. All included in my book. The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would really mean a lot to me. If you already have, sincerely, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking helm records every day in the great state of New York, or out in Massachusetts uh, where you can go bet at the Encore or online, which I love to do, or at the uh, Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield pretty soon. Up, up, up in Burlington, Vermont, you'll be able to bet, hopefully, as, uh, as they're getting closer to legalizing in time for January of 2024. We're out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point. Or Stadium Swim, it's when Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay, the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me a bad night of tickets, and we're just going to rip them up and, and toss them in the recycling. Not the trash, we're going to recycle them. Be, be kind to the trees. Uh, but looking for a bounce back day today, guys. Uh, and of course, as always, bet trisk versus bet to win. So enjoy the sweats. 
See if we can get back at it today. Never get too high. Never get too low. Uh, and see if we can uh, turn a profitable night here. That is the goal. Knock on wood. Uh, but have a great night, everyone. My parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game. And over the long haul, if we can uh, find that sweet spot, games that fit our model, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors long term. So let's get a bounce back, guys. Enjoy the sweats. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.